0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot This episode is brought to you by
1: Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling, wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com/tech, all lowercase. That's
2: shopify.com/tech. What's up, what's up? Welcome back to Unphased and Unbothered. I'm Camo
1: and I'm Jaysha.
2: Yeah, she's eating. She's mm-hmm. hungry. Okay. She's pregnant. Pregnant, bitch. Gotta eat y'all. Today we're gonna talk about how our past has affected us in present day. Um. Get into it, yeah. You know, a lot of people be asking me what I get at Starbucks. Uh what do you get at Starbucks? You're more of a Duncan girl, but what do you get at Starbucks? I don't. I mean, if I go, I might get a water. Thank
1: you. (laughs) No, I'll get like a strawberry refresher or I'll get that coffee that you get with toffee nut.
2: Okay, period, period. Um,
1: I don't know why I'm more of a Dunkin' girl.
2: I don't know. I've always have been. Every time I've ever went to Dunkin', see, I don't like my coffee sweet. I don't like sweet beverages, period. I don't like mixed drinks for that same reason. But Mm -hmm. when I go to Dunkin', it's like diabetes every time. I'll, 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 I'll ask for... Half a pump of vanilla and it'll come up or come back to me so thick and syrupy. I'm like, girl. Yeah,
1: it's definitely different from Starbucks because you can do that with Starbucks. But like, for example, with Dunkin', I always do like a um, flavor swirl so that they don't put like the what you're talking about or sugar. I don't want sugar in it. And I like it. The flavor swirl is like much better for you.
2: Yeah, but I get right. So I go through like phases where I'll get the same thing for like a year. Uh huh. And don't shy away from. We're my order. very repetitive. Yeah, addictive personalities.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but right now I get a iced triple blonde oat milk latte, no sweetener, but I add the salted cold foam to it. Also, fun fact: blonde espresso has more caffeine, contrary to popular belief.
1: Because I didn't know that before you told me.
2: Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh my God, dark! It's got caffeine." No, no, ma'am. Blonde roast. You would think it does, though. You would think. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would think, but your brain would think. But no. Um, so, bear with us. You might hear some crunching and munching, but you know what? Mama's got to eat, okay? I also got donuts afterwards. for How like, many donuts did you get? It comes with like a 25
1: munchkin. I'm not going to eat them all. But. Oh, the
2: munchkins. Oh, I love those. Did you get the chocolate ones? Or you got a sorted? A sordid. Oh, bitch, I am might just steal one or two.
1: They're good. Mm Mhm. They are. But I like this topic because we can like finally talk about the funny side of shit. Like I feel like the first couple episodes was catching people up because they really don't know much about us, and they're always asking, "Okay, what really happened? Like, why did you have to go through this?" And whatever the case may be, and because we're always making jokes about our trauma on TikTok and. It's really not sad. Like, when we talk about certain things, like, we're not sad about it now. Like, it's funny and, like, we can share it with people and it is what it is. But, like, for example, people ask me all the time, so, how you don't have a license. Like, how do you live? Well, eventually you get used to it. You know what I mean? So, like, ju- I can do just as much as anybody else. Like, my husband drives. Ugh. Damn, that one felt so <laughs> delicious. That was and- a good one for <laughs> But no, like, my husband drives. Like, people think that if you can't drive, you can't do anything. That's not true. Like, everybody around me drives. But also, like, it's only temporary. So.
2: When can you drive again? February. Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. That feels so far away.
1: But it doesn't, though. Like, I think I had to train my mind to not think like that. But also, when you don't have something for so long, you just get used to it. Like. It's, I don't Tee. be, I don't sit here and like, oh, I wish I can drive. No, <laughs> it is what it is. Like you just fucking get used to it. And people are like, I wonder what Greenlee thinks really doesn't think anything. Cause she doesn't know any different. See, you know what I'm saying? She's not even two years old. People just be doing the most like, oh my God, Greenlee's probably so confused. No, she's, she has what no is she confused idea. about. She has no idea. <laughs> like she doesn't know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like. Even my siblings, like, they'll be like, my siblings know that, like, obviously my older ones, they know that, like, I used to be in these streets. But, like, the, <laughs> my, my younger siblings, they don't, they, they just, they know in their head that I don't drive. They're like, oh, okay, so, but Tasia doesn't drive, so, you know what I'm saying? It's never like, hmm, why doesn't Tasia drive? That's so awkward. They don't fucking know any different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My mom, I think I told him that I just got tired of driving. So they probably just think I'm lazy as hell and don't want to drive, which that's cute and gorgeous. When they get older or whatever, obviously I'd be like, yes, y'all's big sister, she was in these streets, you know what I'm saying, but- What did
2: we used to tell them when you were at school? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. They'd be like, when can we go visit Tasia in college? (laughs) My mom would be like, hmm, she's going to come visit us when she's able. I was in prison. I was in prison. (laughs) (laughs) I went to that no damn
2: university. University of Lee Arendelle, state prison. (laughs) Brian, I don't know about you, but this is bothering me.
1: I mean, welcome to the trenches,
2: you know. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Um, So, yeah, so you can't drive. Mm -hmm. Um, How else has the past, like, affected you in present day?
1: Well... I can say that when I got out of prison, like, obviously, before I went to prison, I always was told, like, it's going to be so hard for you to get a job as a felon, but I don't think I'd ever realized that term. Like, I don't think I really ever understood what that actually meant because when I got out of prison and I went to a job interview at my mom's work, that was one thing that they were nervous about was my record, and I just remember thinking, does it actually fucking matter? But, like, it does. They had to, like, jump through loopholes to get me hired. Now I'm grateful that like I can work on social media because that's not a thing. Like yeah. brand deals are not like, oh, she's a felon. So I can't work with her. But also it, it really makes me view the world differently because it's so much more common to be an alcoholic or a drug addict now. And I feel like people have not accepted that yet. Mm-hmm. And they're always like on the fence of things, which I understand that like you run a company and there's certain things, but like what is, what am I going to do? Like, I think the, the, the charge that frightened people was the, um, forgery charge, which wasn't even, I, I, it wasn't even my charge. It was somebody I was with, but they charged it on me because I was there. And so they, I think they automatically think I'm going to steal or, you know, something with money, even though I know, you know what I'm saying? I'm just a fucking alcoholic and a drug addict. That's it. Um, but that was something that they had to kind of talk with these people about before they hired me on. And that's why I'm very grateful that, you know, life took a turn for the better because now I can work on social media and that's not a thing. Um, And I make more money on social media than I would have staying at a desk job, you know? And also I feel like that can make somebody feel less than like, oh, you're, you're going to, you have to jump through hurdles and loopholes to get me hired because of these mistakes I've made, even though I'm trying to change them and you're going to pay me $12 an hour. You know like I had a I have greedily like I can't live off that, you know? There nobody was, I, can. I wouldn't have been able to move out of my parents' house. Like I wouldn't have been able to do anything like that. Which I'm grateful for the job, yes, but it's like I feel like when you are a felon or when you do make bad decisions, it's going to stick with you for the rest of your life. And it's really sad because then you have these people out here that get out of jail or prison and they they literally are so insecure because of how the world views them and how jobs view them that they Keep making the same mistakes. Yeah, they keep going in and out of jail because nobody accepts them, or they feel like they feel ashamed almost. Like, yeah, let me go into a job interview and talk about my past, even though I'm trying to change, and then y'all tell me y'all can't hire me because of my past. Like, how sad is that? You know. So,
2: I'm yeah, just. I feel for people who have a past, especially like people who have such a petty past. Like, it's crazy how people are still doing time for weed charges Mm -hmm. but rapists and murderers are out the system is so fucked and ass backward it makes no sense i feel like anybody who has like a weed charge i feel like now because it's decriminalized in most most places i think that shit should just be dropped off everybody's record because it's just stupid like why but honestly right now there's such a like a labor shortage, nobody wants to work. nobody wants to fucking work for these puny ass wages. Inflation is so high, you can't afford shit, so nobody wants to work these and plus unemployment treated us right so now I think it's time y'all start hiring these felons that y'all have been so scared to hire because y'all are desperate so it's time y'all start giving these people second chances because everyone deserves a second chance, but that's why they teach us from a young age to you know. Do good because it it really does stick with you forever. And Mm -hmm. that's the lesson we're all learning, Um, especially with social media, you know, like things that you've posted in the past and things that the internet is forever. And so um, take notes, little ones listening.
1: But also like when I got hired on at my mom's job, they knew that I had a following from the past. Mm -hmm. And so do you think that got you, like helped your case? No, absolutely not because they had they had they had said something and I was like, "Okay, so you guys obviously don't want me posting certain things because people could look it up." And they were like, "Well, obviously, yes, but my thing is is like, not only am I working for you, but I still do social media as a job." And I really feel like God led me to stop working there just because I can't be myself. Like, honestly, I didn't even graduate school. I'm a I'm a high school dropout. So, me sitting at a a desk that's not me you know that's you're like stripping me of my identity and also not being able to post what I want to online like hell no I've never had a filter online since I was 14 I don't care Um, but also I think that that I mean one that's my personality but two like that that is my purpose on I feel like that is my purpose here on earth whoops I just Fight me then, bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the microphone wants to square up. Um, and that's my purpose, is to like be my be my genuine self and do what I keep doing. Because I remember when I first started talking about prison and stuff, like my my journey to prison. My mom was like, I don't know how I don't feel comfortable with that, and I was like, Well, I, too, good thing it's my account. You know what I'm saying? And I love my mom so much, but she was just literally. She just worried about how people are going to view me. But good for me is I never have cared.
2: But the thing is, is that if you didn't talk about it, then it would kind of create this narrative that you're ashamed. And then people mm-hmm. would use it against you. And like we've said in the past, you can't shame the shameless. So Yeah,
1: because I don't care.
2: It, yes. I, that's my
1: journey. So it's you taking the power
2: back by being like, mm-hmm. yes, bitch, this happened. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha you, mm-hmm. bitch.
1: Because I had to go through it. And, like, it, it's honestly, your experiences, they shape you into a person. Now, you can be negative about it. There's people I was in prison with. They were negative every fucking day, and it used to get on my nerves. We'd be like, oh, I didn't do it, even though it was your fifth time in prison. Oh, but you didn't do it, Sherry? Okay, period. And laughing my ass off. Like, <laughs> come on, dude. <laughs> Like, I just, even the, like the, some of the charges that are on my record that are not mine when I had to go to prison, I never said, oh, I didn't do it, but fuck these bitches. No. If you're around the wrong fucking people, you know, from day one, I've been told this since I was in fucking middle school. If you're around people that are doing shit, you know, they're not supposed to be doing and you get caught, you're going to get, you're going to get charged too. Yeah. Wrong place at the wrong time, but you were around those kind of people. So. Well, you become who you hang out with. So. Exactly. So going to prison, I learned a lot. And I mean, obviously not everybody can say the same because if you want to be miserable and deny it and never face your truth and never learn something from it, then that's on you, Miss Sherry. Fifth time in prison time I do it. Okay.
2: Okay, babe. <laughs> I believe you.
1: I know. And they, they literally think you do. they be looking at Ugh. you dead serious. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, friend, I think we should go on our first break.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Welcome.
0: Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
2: Welcome back. Welcome
0: back. Welcome back. We're back and we're better. Hey.
1: Hey. Hey, little biscuits. So, so we left off. Don't fucking talk over
2: me again. Oh my god, bitch.
1: Um. So we left off talking about that I am the best,
2: and <laughs> that <laughs> the tightest pussy in the land.
1: You know it. Um. Although sometimes when I take medicine, I don't know what it is. It like it dries it up like the Sahara Desert.
2: Are you okay, friend? What? I know you had a rough night.
1: Well, you know, I took a Benadryl, and I woke up at like three o'clock in the morning. And my mouth was so fucking dry, bitch. You know, it was so dry and I had to (laughs) chug a whole fucking Powerade Zero. Why do I drink Powerade Zeros and then i be ordering donuts? It don't make no sense. Make it make sense. It's like going through McDonald's drive-thru and be like, yeah, can I get a a Diet Coke with a big fat ass Mac?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. When When we worked at the fucking tavern, people would come in there built like a tugboat and order a fucking... 12-piece wings, all these appetizers, and they'd be like, I'll take a Diet Coke. I'm on the diet. Oh, I can tell.
1: I mean, what the fuck? So, it makes no,
2: me- No, for the sense. record, not fat shaming. I'm a, I'm a big plus-size girly myself, but the Diet Coke with the 15,000 calorie meal, it doesn't make sense to me.
1: It don't. But I took a Benadryl last night, and so- I texted Kim yesterday and I was like, hey, you want to be here at 9 a.m. so we can get this podcast rolling, bitch.
2: You always I say 9 a.m. I
1: always—I don't even know why. Where do I get I that? I roll number? up at
2: noon and your, <laughs> your hair brush, <laughs> y- 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 your is brushed, your lashes half on <laughs> <laughs> and, <I,
1: laughs> and it's always some excuse. Like last week I think it was, I'm so tired, I'm pregnant. Bitch, no, you're, you're fucking, you just like to sleep, that's it. But last time I did take a Benadryl. And all they slices, and so <laughs> I woke up thirsty <laughs> as fuck, and and then I woke up hungry, and I need to stop making decisions when I'm hungry because I just ordered a large meal from Chick Fil A hmm. and Munchkins, bitch. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So starting uh, next year, I will be going on a diet.
0: Uh,
1: um, <laughs> notice I said next year, but um, no, but <laughs> no on Monday. I always like tell myself in my head I'm gonna do better Monday.
2: My, that's what everyone says. That's yeah, what but, I say every week.
1: No, but honestly, I I do I do well with that. But for some reason, when I'm pregnant, I, some days I just give in. But this week, it's been every day. Totally fine, baby.
2: Give you <laughs> be the truth.
1: And so yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore because it makes me want to. I don't even know. It makes me want to scream. Um, but that being said, um, so um, I, <laughs> we were talking about yeah. how like, our, uh, I'm, I'm singing. I was I was giving them a song. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Unfacing and Unbothered. Yeah. Okay, that's it.
2: That was so beautiful, friend.
1: Thank you so fucking much.
2: <laughs> I love this so much.
1: Okay, so it, it didn't affect you. Okay, so basically what you're trying to tell me is that your past didn't affect you. Okay, yeah. Like no, bitch. Me. Let me tell so you. So you're better than me. You wish, but you ain't.
2: Those are my exact words. Love um. It. So my past uh fortunately didn't really affect me in present day because my first charge was a weed charge and i plead no law i think that's a georgia thing no low is like your first misdemeanor charge they will drop it off your record after you do community service xyz and then my second charge i was banned from this store but i prayed and prayed and prayed i was like god intervene in some way shape form or fashion let something happen to this shit. And to my surprise, I received a letter in the mail that said X, Y, and Z didn't provide ample evidence in the time frame they needed. And so all the charges were dropped and the court date was uh, dropped as well. And so I didn't have to do none of that. So I was like, oh, my God. Thank you so much, God. Thank you so much. You really did that to me. You did that for me, bitch.
1: Yeah, seriously, because that doesn't happen.
2: Yeah, no, I'm telling you, manifestation is so real and, and being specific when you pray it's so powerful you have to say these things believe these things and like live like it's gonna happen and it did and I, i'm i glad that time. you said
1: that too because also like when things were doing like really well and i and i feel like you really do there's a, also a thing i saw this morning on instagram or maybe it was last night and it was like um don't let your negative thoughts win because your negative thoughts are just that. They're negative. They're not true. Yeah. Half the time they're not true. And There's also in these anxiety quotes that say like half the things that you worry about never even happen. Yeah. Like it's the truth. And then when you're like living at peace and shit, you're going to have negative thoughts try to like get you down. But in reality, it's like, fuck you, bitch. Like I'm doing great. Thank you. And God bless you. Yeah. Um, don't really know why I thought they need to share that, but I'm going to shut up now and thank you. I'm so
2: happy you shared it, friend.
1: Thank you so much.
2: But no, manifestation is very powerful. I mean, I so i had wanted to go to la i wanted to go out there and record some music and i was trying to save up some coin but you know the coins were just going the coins were just going left and right tj maxx goodwill you know etc and so i was like how am i gonna go to la and trent he had arrangements to go and i was like we we have to go together and i stopped worrying about it i was like you know what some way this is going to work out and then the other day, our manager called me. And was like, "Hey, I just booked you an Airbnb for a month." I was like,
0: "Cute and Yay!
2: gorgeous!" So, um, shout out to manifestation and shout out to you, Brandon. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you. God bless you.
2: Um, but yeah, I think it it really sucks though that some people can't get a like a real stable job because of. Uh, poor decisions in the past. Like people do make a 180 and they come out on the other side a different person. And then to know that they struggle to put food on the table because they shoplifted. Like I would hate, if I didn't have social media, the only jobs I could get if my record was like, still had those things on it, it would be like a serving job or a construction job. Like people really don't want to hire somebody who has a pass. And that's so unfortunate because we are we've all made mistakes and some people just get caught, you know? Some people some people are fortunate to not get caught. Um, but because of like things like shoplifting, which we don't condone, those that's the past, but some people can't really get a job because of it. And that sucks.
1: Yeah, it's just sad. And I just remember thinking like when I got the job, when I got out of prison, obviously I'm very grateful for that and we love them. Um, the people that I was working for, known them for years, um, being that Um, My mom has worked there forever, whatever. Um, Did I just say whatever, whatever? (laughs) Okay, period. Um, But I just remember thinking like when I. (coughs) I (coughs) Okay, that was.
2: (coughs) I hope that ain't that real, It's
1: the Glegranda. (laughs) when i was in rehab i used to like say that shit a lot and people used to get offended and i'd be like yeah she got that clagranda and they'd be like what does that even mean i was like chlamydia and gonorrhea and the bitches would get so upset about that i would say that i guess because they had had it in their life like girl i'm not judging you you know what i'm saying like it's just funny it's just a funny thing that i made up clagranda um you know what i'm saying but they would get mad at me people
2: love to feel hit
1: they do, and I think that's why I almost got kicked out of rehab is because I never took nothing serious, but, bitch, this is my personality. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't never take nothing serious, and I'm sorry that you have to take every day so serious, but thank you, and God bless you. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I'm grateful for the job that I had, but I just remember, like, sitting there every day and, like, I think I'd be texting my dad like, Dad, I can't keep doing
2: this. Like, this is just not Oh, me. I knew it wasn't going to last.
1: Yeah, and, like, my dad would be like, well, I try to tell you, like, just you, you can – Literally make money off social media if you just like take it more serious. And I had just got out of prison, so I was like, um, I don't think I can do that very well, but no, I did. And I started posting TikToks and shit and like living my truth and, and speaking my experiences. And you know what I'm saying? And I'm very grateful for that because I've been doing this since I was 14. And I really don't feel like God just gonna put something in your lap and then be like, okay, never mind, and then take it away. You get what I'm saying? Once you do something and you, and you genuinely love it and you help people and whatever the case may be, you, that is what your purpose is to do, you know? And so I remember, you know, people would say like, how are you not embarrassed? What is to be embarrassed about? Like I've already went through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've already went through it. People already know. Um, And we, it's almost like they perfect. want you to start,
2: stop living.
1: Well, none of us are perfect. Like. I remember when I was getting in trouble for the first time, like people were shaming me all over the internet. And it used to affect me, but now I'm like, death me, death her. She's so cute and gorgeous, looking like a whole meth head out here in these streets. But I was still so cute and gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't make fun of me for that because I trust me, I made fun of my damn self. I knew that I looked like the statistic of what a crackhead would look like. And she was a thriving crackhead. So it's like, <laughs> so, so with that being said, Whatever you are at that time, own that shit. You know what I'm saying? I knew that I looked like a whole crackhead, but that's because I was. And so now that I'm not, and I'm living my life as a sober queen because I am. Like, never let nobody shame you, honey. Never shame the shame. If you're a crackhead, own that crackhead lifestyle. You know what I mean? If you're doing this, that, and the third, own that, this, that, and the third. And that's all I have to say about
2: it. <laughs> well, I will say, I, I I remember like in the beginning after – Everything was said and done. I remember you kind of didn't want to get on social media again because you were scared that people would think X, Y, and Z. And like your dad and me, we were both like, girl, just get on there. And you were like, no, no, that's the past. I well, was like, I think no, I dude. had a it's lot like, of no. things.
1: I I did always, that was my thing, but also I was beat down. Like I had a lot of things I had to heal from before I came back to social media. And I, for a long time, like i it's almost like I wanted to hide from the person who sexually assaulted me because I felt like they were waiting on me to speak about it or something. And especially like when I was being brought in and out of court, like I felt like I couldn't post anything because they were going to be like, oh, she's a liar, liar. Or like if I posted something for like the charges that I had pending, they'd be like, oh, she looks a little fucked up. Like I felt like even though I was doing good and everything was great, I always felt like there were people watching me and I had to walk on eggshells. So I just didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. But I really do – like, when I went to prison and I had all that time to think about it, I knew that when I got out, part of me knew because I would pray and worry a lot about, like, how I was going to get myself back up and support, you know, my small little family and all these things. But I really felt like deep down I knew that, like, that was my purpose. Like, this is why I'm going through all this. And so when I get out, it's going to, you know, get better. Obviously, I didn't think it would take off this this much, but it really has. And I feel like I'm more happier, and I'm doing. I'm, I feel more of a success doing what I'm doing now than I did when I was on Vine.
2: Well, now you have a, a deeper story to tell, and now you can share with so many people. And you know, the thing is, is a lot of people have went through similar things of that we've been through, and so to see somebody with a platform speak up and really share candidly like expose all of it uh, is refreshing to a lot of our listeners. Cause I, I get a lot of messages and people are like, Oh my God, I relate so hard. Thank you so much. And like that really inspires us to keep going. The messages that we get from you guys, they're like, Oh my God, it feels like I'm just talking to my besties. And I'm like, yes, like that's what we wanted. Like, this is a safe space. And so I'm very proud of you for coming back onto social media and owning your truth and like everything we've accomplished together and separately, um, given the fact that we do both have these pasts and now we're just doing it. And we're like, fuck, who gives a shit? Like, I don't care what anyone's got to say, because even though there are people judging and there are people Mm. that are going to be hateful, there's so much more love to be worried about the few bitches who got something to say. Right. it's, it's, It's really just all jealousy, but- um i don't know i'm i'm very thankful for where we're at and how far we've came and i really feel like you had to go through those things i had to go through the things i went through so that we could be a voice as we are now and now this is just the beginning we're this is we've only got a few a couple episodes out and the responses are incredible and i'm 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 living for it so i'm i'm so thankful that you guys are resonating with the things we're saying and it just really inspires us to keep spilling it all out there
1: and that's on T and Crumpins. And yeah. with that being said, we need to take a little break at break. Oh, and break. yes,
2: we do bitch. Okay,
1: thank you. We'll be right back. Love y'all. Hey, little blueberry muffins. Hey. Speaking of blueberry muffins, I don't want one because I just had way too much food, but thank you for letting me share that. Um, <laughs> also I wanted to dig into the fact that like when I came back to social media, and I think you've experienced the same thing. Like, people would compare me to like the old, my old version of myself. And the last time people even saw me was like when I was on Vine, like around 14 through the ages of 17 and I'm 23 now. So 14, almost 24, that's 10 years different. So like, I'd be like, okay, well, I hope that you're not the same person you were 10 years ago, but thank you and God bless you. And a lot of people that are saying that they're not even my age, they're younger than me. And so probably like when I was 14, they might've been like 10, you know? So it's like the way that you're even remembering me is probably blurred a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So, but also... The difference between me, the the TikTok version of me and the Vine version of me, the Vine version of me, like I was still in high school. Like I, I was just very, um, silly. I was just in a silly, goofy mood all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, but now when I come up on there, like I can just, I make fun of myself, my past life, the the toxic parts of my past. And, and there's so much more to, to talk about. And also like I'm married and I have, uh, now two kids, uh, Prince will be here in November. And so it's like, there's so much more to me than there was then. And so that was also one of my fears coming back to social media because I'm going to be like, oh, well, they're going to think I'm the same person, which my, the way that I am, like my personality is the same, but like. Everybody around me is different. Like There's I don't. There's
2: so many more layers to you now.
1: Yeah, and like I don't hang out with the same people that I used to. Like people are always say, like, "What happened to this that, and the third girl?" That was literally years ago. Like I don't even know who you're talking about. To be honest with you, like I forgot about them, and now you're bringing them back up. Like with old girl that lived in Atlanta that I was friends with. Like mm-hmm. a girl, she is like not even no man. Um, she's still doing the same shit we were doing when we were kids. So
2: the bitch you went on live.
1: Yeah, like you don't compare where you don't compete. Go money back on these shows. Like I'm dead ass serious. Um, I remember like when I had Greenlee, I think we might have even talked about this in a previous episode. She was like talking about, oh yeah, she has a baby. Who even does
2: that? Who even does that bitch? You're here, aren't you? Someone like, had a baby bitch.
1: Yeah, like first of all, um, I am 21 years old at the time.
2: That's very common.
1: And you're talking shit about me, but you're, you're going house to house right now you know what i'm saying that like, was her
2: most watched live was her talking, talking
1: about, about her tasia thank you
2: <laughs> no <laughs> i remember seeing it you sent me the link and i remember all the comments were like oh my god she's talking about tasia she's talking about tasia 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 and they were no speaking up for me no one was even talking about her life
1: well and then they were sitting up they were like aren't you hanging out with people that are younger than tasia that has more than one child like she was embarrassing herself and she was also drinking alcohol in the video and then i'm sitting here thinking Okay, so you're still talking crap about me, but you can't support yourself because you are so addicted to this lifestyle that you think that you're living, but in reality, you're just like don't know what you're doing with yourself, and you can't make fun of somebody who uh, has a family and is supporting themselves. Like, you're what are you mad about that you don't have that, that you don't compare, you don't compete? I mean, let's get real technical here. Um, so. <laughs> Just like when she had, like, there was a bunch of things that she had lied about. I was like, girl, like, if you're going to speak the truth, tell it all. Like, I I embarrassed myself. You can't embarrass me. You know what I'm saying? We stopped being friends because I had a lot going on. I was in a toxic relationship. I was a fucking full-on drug addict and drinking all the time. Now, did she say that she was also drinking? No, she didn't. But she was, you know. We she left like, that part out. We were having a little do do time. And so, really, we just had a falling out because also, you know, she had lied about a lot of stuff throughout our friendship. Like, she claim that she had all these things when in reality she was, I, I mean, I don't know if this is you know, true. I know that she does this now, but like sleeping around with people to get certain things and I'm not putting a name on it. So you don't know who I'm talking about, but I'm just saying like, if you're going to speak on somebody, you know, speak the facts. Don't just be hating because you don't have the things that somebody has or don't be hating because we had a falling out because I've had plenty of fallings out with falling out with people and I was in the wrong and they don't go on live and talk about me because I've made my peace and we've made our amends and We talk today, and I'd be like, hey, girl, how you doing? But, like, really, I don't have any beef with anybody because I just don't. Like, I let that shit go. We were literally kids. And I still don't have a problem with her today. Like, I have nothing, no problem with you. It's just
2: weird and confusing. Yeah,
1: it's it's very weird. And then, like, the people that ask about it, I'm like, girl, I have no idea. I have not seen her in almost 10 years. Like, I don't fucking know. I don't know who
2: that bitch is. We don't speak. Yeah.
1: And so, not 10 years. I probably exaggerated. But it's been, like, six or seven. You know, I was 17, 18, 19, 21, 22, 23. I don't, I'm not good at math, but six years. Um, thank you. Um, but so, yeah, I know nothing about her. But I do know something about her because we know somebody that's mutual and whatever. I'm not going to go into detail about that. But and it's still being talked about me behind my back. I'm like, girl, I have not seen you in almost seven years. Give like, what up. is, hang, yeah, get, hang get it up, honey, up. hang it up. Like, don't be mad at me because you're, you know, not where you want to be because I haven't been around. So you're to blame, not anybody else. Um, but it got to a point where like, when we first had our falling out, she, you know, she was bashing me on the internet. And when I tried to stand up for myself, it was like, oh, we're going to sue you if you keep it up. Well then sue me, honey, because your daughter's doing the same thing. Um, but it just, it got to a point where now I'm just, it's so it's old news. Like, I'm like, who even is that? Like, I don't know. Um, but anyways, that was a lot to spill out. (laughs) And I'm so pregnant. I'm huffing and puffing over here.
2: Look, it's okay, Queen. I better burn off that Chick Fil A. You're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing so great. You're doing
1: great, sweetie. I love Christian. Or we stand her. She's a queen.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I I really wish that people could just let like the old versions of people die because we're all growing. But it feels like when you put yourself on the internet. people just want to remember bits and pieces of you and they want to continuously bring it up and i'm like that is some old ass news find something else to talk about
1: <laughs> it's just like if you post a picture like it'd be like me and Greeley, and somebody would be like felon you ain't nothing but a felon and i'd be like period google can tell you that honey anything else but you know like, what
2: you know what you commented on my videos bringing that engagement up you doing got- me a favor thank you for keeping my bills paid thanks so much.
1: Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> people don't realize, like, I don't even take offense to
2: it. I just be like, no. cackling.
1: Like, that it's is so- funny. It, yeah. It's funny. It's,
2: it's so <laughs> amusing. Like, you know, I'm very reactive. And so people sometimes think that I am like genuinely bothered. But just as the title of this podcast, Unfazed and Unbothered, I am reactive. Don't get me wrong. So when I see ignorant shit, like, I do react sometimes, but it's like- amusing to me like i'm not losing sleep over the shit people say because bitch uh, once again you're in my comments i'm not in your comments you're in my comments driving my engagement up driving my screen time up and because of that bitch here i am today so thank you so much my haters is my motivators period
1: (laughs) 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 no but it's the truth i'd just be like okay period queen and laughing my ass off um
2: maybe if you'd put yourself out there then people would fuck with you but I feel like like with her, um, I feel like she probably, you know, y'all were kind of like besties online and she kind of gained from that. And then when y'all separated, she became stagnant because she didn't know how to live her own life and stay in her own lane. Like, you know, we have this podcast, but we're in our own lanes. We can stand as individuals. She could not do that. And so when she sees you thriving in present day, she's like, well, we're the same. What what's so special about her? No ma'am, y'all are not the same, actually. Because yeah, no, you're living your truth and she's coming on live and still talking about shit that's six, seven, eight years yeah. old. It's like, girl, move and the fuck on with your life. She hides
1: behind the truth. Like yeah. I'm sorry, posting cute Instagram pictures is not going to keep you keep the ball rolling. Like
2: Oh yeah, girl, you cute, gotta do more. Yeah, than being just, cute yeah. only
1: gets you so far. But also like I remember being friends with her and, like, me being myself and, like, doing, like, Vine videos and shit. Like, I would catch her sometimes, like, looking at me in disgust. Like, girl. What? Yeah, we're just two different people. Like, I'm very woe and, like, off the fucking wall, and she's very, like, to herself. But she also plays this role that she's not. Like, she wants people to think that she's just this cutesy-pootsy, art whatever-the-fuck person, when in reality, like, no man plan. Um, But also, one thing with her is that, you know there was a lot of things that we did to help them out. Like they were, you know, losing something that they had worked hard for. and I was like helping promote them to, you know, kind of keep them from going under. And so as soon as we stopped being friends, it was almost like they reversed everything and then were very ungrateful for a lot of stuff. Like they couldn't afford to do the bare minimum. And like my dad is he owns his own business. you know, he, owns a roofing company, and so he had come out and fixed things for free because they couldn't afford it at the time. And then it was like when we stopped being friends, it was like, yeah, she comes from nothing, and, like, we had to give them money and, like, all these things. And I'm like, what are you talking about?
2: Because it's quite the opposite.
1: Like, wh- wh- who even says that? One, who, who cares? Who cares who has more than who? Right. But you are acting like you're this rich person who lives – In our area when in reality it's far from the truth and yes you may know certain people because you live in a certain area where you see these people but that's it there's nothing more to it and so I I, what I learned from that friendship is that people can play this role and you learn that they are the complete opposite but also if, if people really wanted to know answers about the questions that they ask, it's very simple. If you go through this girl's Instagram feed, you will see that she's been friends with people that are celebrity status and they're no longer friends because peop- the, it, it doesn't take hard to figure out who the fucking root of the problem is here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, and you can't, you can't treat people like shit and expect good things to happen to you. So. But no, the, the moral of this whole the, the story was is that people ask me about people that I haven't seen in seven years. And so it's like, how old are we, you know? And why are we still asking people about certain things? If you don't see me with somebody, we're not friends. Yeah. If I don't talk about people, we're not friends. Because I'm telling you right now, my my life is on the internet so much, you can figure out who, who I'm cool with and who I'm not. And when I say that, I don't mean like, oh, I hate people. No, I just mean that I don't talk to people that I used to anymore. I've evolved. I've changed. I've gone through a lot of stuff. I had an addiction, and alcohol problem with drugs and alcohol that I had to overcome. So a lot of people couldn't stick around for that. I've owned my my toxic part of why things didn't work. And everybody else needs to do the same. Um, I can't stand somebody that doesn't take accountability for things that they've done. I'm not ashamed of the things I've done. It's made me who I am today. And so I own it. But everybody else, I can't speak for them. You know, if they want to live a lie and they want people to think that they've always been this certain way, then that's good for them. But I want people to see my growth. Yeah. And I want to see my growth for myself. And if I was constantly hiding behind this wall, then obviously I haven't grown. And that would be a hard pill for me to swallow to think that I'm the same person that I was seven years ago, you know?
2: Yeah. Well said, friend.
1: Thank you so much and God bless you.
2: Yeah, so I think we're gonna wrap this episode up, but you know, long story short, people change. I don't know how how many times we we can emphasize that, Um, but people do change and it's time to allow that growth and allow them the space to change. And here we are living truth that, or living proof that people do change. <laughs> so
1: we thank you guys so much for tuning in and we love y'all. And what else do we need to tell them for?
2: Um, Hey, y'all please, um, leave a review and rate this podcast yes. on apple Podcasts, and you know uh turn them post bell notifications so you can always be updated that's most important turn on them notifications please and thank you okay bye my little biscuits bye. Bye.